What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little tiger who does not want to sleep. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. It's November 1st, 2021. Where the hell has this year gone? This year has disappeared before our very eyes. I don't know if the rest of you feel this way, but that's how I feel. I, I, I'm pretty confident my wife feels the same way. Yes, it, we, we, we've, we've officially lived here in Orange County for a year. I guess well, it'll be more official like this coming weekend, but we moved in here in November of last year. And here, November has come around, and in, in our brains, it does not feel like it's been a year. I, I, I don't know. Our, our, our son, Ty, just keeps growing bigger and bigger every day. He is beyond our control. <laughs> he is far too powerful. <laughs> he is only going to get bigger and stronger. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> He's going to eat the entire house or break it or play with it. I, I don't know at this point. It is episode 250. We, I, I have done 249 of these and this is the 250th episode. I, I always like to try to do something for like these milestone ones you know every every 50 or every 100 or so so today i decided i i feel like i decided it last week if you were listening to the end of last week's episode uh today we're gonna no well we always talk about nintendo but i feel like i don't think i've ever come on the podcast and talked about really why I quit. I, I worked for Nintendo from 2005 to November of 2012. I literally quit the day uh, the Wii U came out. Oh, no, that would be like November 18th of uh, 2012. And uh, yeah, I was done. I, um, I was tapped out. I was, uh, yeah, I was exhausted. Um, at, at that very point during the Wii U launch that that wasn't the exact uh, reason I quit but it, it was a culmination of things working there because um, you know it historically you know when I when I was a little kid I've, I've always loved Nintendo going back to the first time I got my NES when I was in fourth grade and uh, that that was like a really big deal to me I I, I I really loved Nintendo all all my life. Uh, when I when I was a broke ass college student, I all I had was a Game Boy Advance, and then then that's all I played in in, the, in my free time between classes, uh, between not studying for 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 various classes. I'd borrow my brother's PS2 and play stuff. I'm a, I famously have t- told the story where Kingdom Hearts was the reason I failed a geography class at Cal State LA. But beyond that, um, at least as of my own devices, I all I had was a Game Boy Advance that I, I bought when I worked for Toys R Us. <laughs> I literally used the, the money I got back from tuition reimbursement because uh, Toys R Us, I, I was doing good in, in college, and Toys R Us was like, oh, you're a good employee, you can pay for it. We'll pay for your school. And I took the money I got back from one of those checks, and I bought myself a Game Boy Advance and a... And a copy of Fire Pro Wrestling for GBA. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's always been important to me. And then when uh, 2005 came around, and 
there was an opportunity to, to go work for them, to be a Nintendo rep. I was at my, I was at a very low point working for GameStop. I, I was uh, managing the Monterey Park location, and I was incredibly depressed all the time. I, I, I'd been like in, in the span of uh, five months, I had moved two locations. They moved me from the Rosemead store, which where I was relatively happy, also unhappy working for GameStop. Well, we we've done entire episodes about that as well. Uh, and, and then they moved me to Baldwin Park, and then, they, and then I was there for three months. That district manager didn't like me, and they moved me to, to Monterey Park, and uh, I was very miserable there. The employee theft, uh, a horrible store, and uh, the, the Nintendo rep, uh, a friend of mine who, who became a friend of mine, uh, Matt, told me they were looking for, for a rep, they were looking for a rep in Los Angeles, and he had someone crazy enough to, to drive a couple thousand miles a month. And in, in my head, I was like, oh, uh, driving 2,000 miles a month and working for Nintendo is way less stressful than trying to sell a bunch of subscriptions and, and, and reservations at a GameStop where the staff actively didn't like me because they didn't know. Well, I had to take over a new staff at, at, that, at that Monterey Park location. I had to fire one guy. Another guy quit because they were, they were stealing. And it was just like, nope, I, I, I got very lucky. I was, in, I was in the right place at the right time. And I got hired by Nintendo in 05, and, and everything was honestly really cool that first first couple of years. It was I won an award. That's a, that's the picture, and if you see the the gaming our gaming page, there's a picture of me holding that that Mario award. I won that award my very first year. I got that for remodeling a a Game Boy and DS section at Circuit City in Burbank. A, a, obviously, a store that doesn't exist anymore. <clears throat> I was in the room when it happened. Yeah. <clears throat> the right place, right time, <laughs> and those first couple of years were really good. But um, <clears throat> like going into the the third year, uh, think things things were really awkward because <clears throat> uh, the uh, I, I was dating another uh, I the, the the woman I was dating at the time I helped get her a job, being the Orange County rep, and then we broke up like a year later, so that made that awkward for a while. And then um, <clears throat> got over that. And when she when she got fired, but uh, a little bit after that, the 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 big incident that really made me decide that Nintendo wasn't going to be my long term thing. Like that, there was a there was a Nintendo meeting. I forget where it was. I think it was in Arizona, where I you know I just happened to be sitting there, and the vice pre- uh, the the president of sales. I think uh, this guy Kevin Wilson. He was in charge of sales. And he happened to be walking by. I was having lunch by myself. Because for whatever reason, all the people I, I knew or hung out with, I wasn't hanging out with at, at that at that time during that Arizona meeting. And then I, I flag him down. I happened to be looking at my, I had my, my BlackBerry. And I was looking up how Walmart had already leaked the price drop for the Nintendo Wii. And then I, I flagged, uh, he, he happened to be walking by. I'm like, oh. I'm sorry, Mr. Wilson. I don't know if you're aware of this, and I, I showed him my phone. <clears throat> uh, Walmart leaked the price drop. That's, that's going to happen in a couple of weeks, which you know they told us about this big national meeting. But no, it was supposed to be a big secret. But and then the, this VP he goes, "You actually?" Pay, he, he looks at me and says, "You actually pay attention to this stuff?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, we're reps, right? Isn't that what we're supposed to do?" And then he he pulls me. He 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 takes me with him to to his table. He's like, "Come come with me." I pick up my lunch and I go sit at a table with you know the vice president of sales. This guy's like, 
I guess this would be like number three under Reggie, if you're you know familiar with Nintendo, when Reggie Fizeme was the you know, president of Nintendo of America. And then this guy was like number two or number three. And I sat down with him, and then the, the, there's a guy with him who, the guy who was technically in, uh, I don't know, I, I forget if he was in charge of the reps, or he was going to be in charge of the reps the, the following year, but I, I remember that guy too, this guy named Philip. So the three of us sat there, and, I, and he just started asking me a whole bunch of questions. And he was just probing my brain about how how I saw the rep job, and I I saw it very obviously I saw it very differently than a lot of the other reps. I saw it was like oh no we we need to be actively engaged what's going on in the industry we we have to we have to know what's going on at all times with it you know I I tell them how I I pay attention to a lot of news sites I you know I I follow all the trends I I, I keep an eye on all the, all the competition I I turn in you know they ask for competitive data and I always turn it in. And I was telling him, my, my and he was asking me about uh, GameStop. I'm like, oh yeah, we, we struggle with GameStop. And I was telling him like all the reasons why uh, we, we we struggle with GameStop. And so I, I, like, I think one of my big things is like, oh, well, everyone else always thinks, oh, we ju- we have to just give them free games, and then that, that they'll buy, we can buy their love. I'm like, no, they don't care. We we give them free games, and they just turn around and, and trade them into their store so they can buy uh, PlayStation games and Xbox games. Like the, like the approach I always took with with, uh, with GameStop managers is making them understand how it could help their metrics. Because <laughs> GameStop managers don't care about free stuff. They care about keeping their jobs, or at least the super competitive ones. And my big thing was explaining, oh, you got, you got to reach out to these managers and teach them, like, oh, this is how Nintendo can help you as a GameStop manager. Get you more pre-orders. You, you, you have to figure out how to reach these Nintendo customers that, oh, Instead of going to Target or going to Walmart, they need to come to your store, and, and that that was like my you know philosophy. <laughs> and, and I blew this guy away with, with all the, the stuff I was saying because you know your average rep at this time was just some you know grandma who was looking for something to do in between you know retirement and death, <laughs> and they just you know. I feel like they actively tried to find people who didn't know about games so they could program them to like, oh, every Nintendo game is good. Where, where, um, me, I was like, oh, not every Nintendo game is good, but I focused on the good ones, but, you know, I would kind of just like avoid talking about the bad Nintendo games. Okay. I kind of already had a plan for tonight's episode, uh, if you couldn't tell already. (laughs) So, um, yeah, this guy, he, he was that guy. I, I, I blew him away with, the, you know, my, my like, hey, we, we're approaching, you know, the gamers the wrong way. We obviously don't have any trouble selling the Wii stuff at, you know, the, the, the mass marketplaces, but the, we obviously hardcore gamers was was a huge problem for Nintendo. And GameStop in particular, they weren't really selling software there. So, like, like, long, long, long story short, this guy's like, "All right, we need to put, you know, we need to put you in charge of something. We we need to we need to give you a committee of of reps, and you need to like spread this message to all the other reps." Now, keep in mind, this guy isn't my direct supervisor, and then the, the guy sitting next to him, he he wasn't, or at least at that point, he wasn't, you know, they weren't in charge of me. They were work for they worked for Nintendo of America. I worked for Nintendo Merchandise Incorporated. I uh, I was frequently reminded by NOA employees all the time that no, you guys don't work for Nintendo. You guys are a subsidiary. <laughs> our, our checks come from Nintendo, but it was there was always this bit of like an elitism from from the from the NOA employees. Just to, they always like to let the, the reps know oh, you're not really you don't really work for Nintendo. You're not important. <laughs> 
at, at the same time, the people who actually were in charge of Nintendo, uh, I always like to call them the four grandmas. There's these, these four ladies who, who've been in charge of uh, the Nintendo merchandising, the, my, 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 my division. They've been in charge of it since 1980-whatever. They, they've been there. They, they, every awards, they, they, they hand them, oh, here, here's your 21st year anniversary gift. Here's your 22nd year anniversary gift. They, the, a lot of the pomp and circumstance for the Nintendo Awards was basically just a self-aggrandizement for these, for these four grandmas. The, 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 the national field director and her three regional managers. They, they, they were the ones in charge of, of, of this little boutique of theirs. And, and they, they liked hiring people that didn't know anything about games for the most part. I, I think I was an exception. That There used to be a fourth regional manager, but he, he, he quit and left to go work for Microsoft a year into uh, me, me working there. Uh, he, he, he really liked me. <laughs> he, he, he's the one who did me the favor by hiring my girlfriend at the time. He literally told me, I did you a favor, kid. <laughs> it's, my, it's my gift to you on, on my way out the door. <laughs> he literally was like, is on his way out, and he told me, ah, here you go. You're a good rep, kid. I did you a favor. <laughs> but that, that's, that's how it, it, there's, it's very, it was kind of political. I had, I had friends, but they, slowly they were all kind of just moving on to Microsoft. But those four grandmas, they were, wa- I could see out of the corner of my eye, they were all eating lunch at the same time, and they were all watching what the hell, what the hell is the, the young rep, because they, they saw me as a kid, they hired me at, you know, 26, 27, so they always just saw me as, as a kid, that they hired, you know, someone who was willing to drive all over Los Angeles uh, every month to just go do the, go to the Nintendo stuff. Uh, that I, that I I I had ambition. I wanted to be higher. I wanted to move up. That that, that was my whole goal. Like, oh, I got my foot in the door. I want to move up. I I was always applying to positions within NOA, and I I get the I get the uh, what do you call it? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word. It was like it was it was a cursory interview. Oh, here you go. Here's an interview. But we're not really taking you seriously because you're you're from that rep division. That's just a bunch of grandmas driving around putting up posters. That's that's how they saw the reps. But again, to circle back, so me talking to this sales president, I'm like, oh, this is this is this was my chance. And so he 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 put the edict to the you know the souls four ladies wondering what the hell's going on, and he told them, hey, you know, that kid you know is you know going places. Get give him give him this assignment. Give him give him some reps to to coach up, and we're going we want to spread this message to all the um the entire field. And I you know I, I felt good. I was like, all right, this is you know this this is my opportunity. I'm I'm gonna. I'm gonna build. Let me build from this. I'm gonna prove my worth, and then I'm gonna get a higher position uh, uh, within Nintendo. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be out of the, out of the car, and I'm gonna move to Seattle or move to San Francisco or whatever, and and move on up. And they, they gave. Uh, so they, they set up a, a conference call. They, they got me. Uh, like I, I had my own reps that I wanted to pick out because I had met a. You know, at that point, it was like a third year or fourth year as a as a rep. I, I knew which of the reps were the, uh, I, I well, the the smart nerd reps. <laughs> I'm like, I know who I wanted to be on my team, and they're like, Oh no, we picked out some people, and they picked out a bunch of these drones. <laughs> these people, like they were, I think they were also were former GameStop employees, but they they were all like, Oh. Uh, they they were kind of indoctrinated into the oh we just do what the reps always do derp a derp a derp, and so they they put together this 
this this committee. I, I was supposed to be leading, but nope. One of the regional managers. Oh no, I'll be leading this committee. All right, let, let's go around the room. Let's ask, what do you guys think we need to do to engage GameStop better? And uh, like these other like four reps, they're all like, oh, let's just give them more games. And then they they all like repeated the exact same thing, all four of them. And I was like, all right, Dre, well, what idea did you have? I'm like, no, we need to educate them. We need, we need to show them how Nintendo can help their business. They don't care about free stuff. I mean, they like free stuff, but it, uh, free stuff does not equal freaking results in this, in this instant, instance. We can't just buy their love. We have to convince them. And we lost signal. Rippity rip, rip, rip. Well, I'll just keep going. <sighs> of course, right when we get to... My, my epic frustration in Nintendo. We, we lose our live connection, but we're still recording. Please, please, cell phone and Facebook, please bring me back. I wanted to finish the story. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Facebook gods, for letting me continue this. So I, I make my impassioned plea about education and and, and, and t- utilizing, I mean, these are all other games. These were former GameStop managers. They should have understood what I was saying, and everyone just kind of poo-pooed. What I was saying, like, oh well, okay, this meeting, well, this meeting's over. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we're gonna reconvene again. And nope, and that was over. And then I remember my, my supervisor at the time, he 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 was telling me, yeah, you tried to rock the boat, dude. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> and then my 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 subcommittee was was uh was disbanded, and nope, no, nothing came of it. I remember it was it was at that point I'm like, oh, what the f, man. Uh, I, 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 I was I was very mad like I this opportunity was squandered I, I felt like my, my legs were taken out from under me without even given a chance and uh, it was around that around that same time I think uh, my, my 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 boss is, is ironically his name was Mario I, I, I always hate to mention it. my first boss he, he was re- he was this really super chill dude another guy who they probably regretted hiring because he he was very laid back he he didn't he didn't put all the reps at odds with each other because that's what all the other supervisors would do they 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 make all the reps compete with each other and then they they the reps weren't friends with each other in in our district in southern california we actually all interacted we were all we 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 would thanks to social media we were we were all able to connect and we all helped each other up we picked each other up except for for one rep she was still had the she had that mentality of like oh i'm number one and she won all the awards like she would never collaborate with the rest of us but the rest of us we all kept in touch and helped each other via text via facebook messenger via uh, whatever uh, means of, of communication and it was funny because people were always jealous of our of our of our district oh that's the district that gets along that's oh, weird and like other other uh, other district managers were mad about it. they didn't like it and because I, I I knew about this because people would talk shit to my boss and he and he would tell me he he would he he entrusted me with, with a lot of information of, of this kind of stuff he's like see you know like you don't he's like you don't understand Dream. they don't like us <laughs> because we're actually you know nice to each other <laughs> like that's this is so weird I I don't understand why the, you know it's a, it's a video game company why why are they making it so corporate and political it, it, and it, it's a video game marketing company it should be like fun and happy and, and 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 a team not this you know everyone's cutting each other's throats but but it, at the end of the day it was because of money because oh if you were one of the best reps oh you'd get a 20% bonus at the end of the year and if you if you were not as good then you get 10 and then 5 and then the reps who were not as good 
don't get an extra bonus. You get maybe a company bonus. So like a lot of these reps were like killing each other for this twenty percent extra. You know, it's like twenty percent of your of your salary. An extra, you know, here you go, a little extra. <laughs> they tax the daylights out of it. So me, I, I always landed in like the like the most of the time I got the ten percent. I was good enough to get the the ten percent bonus. Because I, I tried, I cared about Nintendo, and then they 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 saw that the the supervisors I had, they would see this. So my boss Mario, he he got fed up with all of the the drama, and he quit. And uh, they, they kind of left us like in limbo for a while. My my boss, he quit. He went to go work for Bose, and that that was the first time I considered leaving Nintendo, because he jumps the Bose, and he's like, "All right, dude, you're coming with me, right?" <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, sure. You you got something for me? Cool. I, I love audio. I love Bose. I, I I can use Bose money to buy Nintendo things. Well, whatever. Let's go, dude. And uh, he uh, he it was all set. I was supposed to, I was gonna interview with the district manager for Bose. And yeah, year four, whatever. I remember I was in Pomona. I was like getting ready for my interview. And then the <laughs> I, I like I got in, I was in Pomona when I received this phone call from my old boss, and he goes, oh, dude, we're gonna have to postpone your interview. I was like, oh, what happened? He's like, my boss died. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the, well, okay. That, that, that's awkward. Okay. Like, <laughs> your, your district manager passed away. All right. And I was like, oh, so yeah, they're kind of like putting a freeze on everything right now. So you just hang in there for a while. I'm like, all right, cool. No, I'll, I'll, I'll keep doing the Nintendo thing. And I, I sat at a subway in, 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 um, in Pomona, in front of a Walmart, and I was like, "Oh man, well, I guess, I guess that, that was my chance to, to dip out. I guess I'll, I'll wait." And then, after like how many months later, they they hired a new district manager at Bose, and then the guy talked to me. He's like, "Oh no, I, I don't want another Nintendo guy here. <laughs> we already got this Mario, Mario guy. Uh, we don't want another Nintendo guy." He he, he disagreed with the the new boss disagreed with my with my old boss, and then they didn't hire me. So I was like, "Ah." Oh, crap baskets like I could have just seamlessly transitioned to another rep job so I, I, I kept going on and then uh, at some point it was like it was like year six uh, there's this stupid thing happened where we had these little um, flash drives and we had to carry with us at all times uh, they, they contained uh, they, they contained some some data that we had to carry on with us just in case and I always complain I'm like I I, I can I just leave it at home if it's so important? No, you have to have it with you just in case. So naturally, at some point, it was kept in a little pocket, a little felt pocket. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was always a joke. Uh, whenever my boss would introduce himself, they go, oh, so who's this guy? Because I was taller than him. Like, who? So if you're Mario, who's this guy, Luigi? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got the big mustache. Yes, I'm Luigi. Okie dokie. And so um, I, I lose this uh, this flash drive. Of course, it, it falls out of my computer at some somewhere in Santa Fe Springs. I, I remember the day somewhere, either the Walmart or the Target or the Five Guys Burgers and Fries or somewhere around there. Because I went back and I searched. I lost it. And being a good little rep, I reported the fact that I lost it. And so, nope, they, they, they gave me a write-up. They put me on an action plan for a year. So that's, that's a fancy term. Like, you're not going to get any bonuses if you do anything bad, you're gonna get fired. All for the because of a freaking flash drive. And it was like a month after they put me on this action plan. They're like, all right, you guys can mail back your flash drives. I was like, a month? Oh, for the, I was I was enraged. 
And I think it was, I think it was around that same time. That's when they, I don't know if they, uh, they, 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 had, they had announced the Nintendo, uh, I think at that point it was called Nintendo Next, before they called it the Wii U. And I was just like, I, I was like, all right, fine, whatever. Year six sucked. So I get, we get to year seven. And so I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to put my nose to the grindstone. I'm just going to work hard. Uh, okay, so, yeah, I totally left. I, I, I had applied for the supervisor position, but they, that, that didn't. <laughs> they, they still just saw me as a kid. The lady who was super competitive, she got the, the, the supervisor gig. And then she had to go from being, like, the best rep to, like, having to try to coach us all up to be like her. Yeah, and then, yeah, that, and then that lady's first day, she had to fire my ex. <laughs> they found out my ex was being stupid out in the field, but that that's a inconsequential story to this whole thing. So, yeah, year seven, I actually I, I started busting my ass. I started doing like everything Nintendo said. I like I was I was kind of like giving in and being kind of a tool. I was, I was doing all these like all these things I felt that were like counterproductive. To my job, I was like doing them, and uh, yeah, I was, I was promoting the Wii U like, like like there was no tomorrow. I was like gathering up Target team members and jumping into their huddles and telling them all about it, and getting the Walmart store manager and you know uh, all these things that I felt that were kind of pointless. I was like, I'm I'm gonna do all the things. Sorry, I like I busted my ass all like all of 2012 from like. January, it was like from January 2012 to like I left. I was just like all about it. And then when when the Wii U launch actually happened, uh, it was insane. It was it was like they 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 took all this money that they made from the Wii and like, all right, we're gonna put it right into this giant launch of the system. You know, it's this crazy thing with a screen. And the marketing was all confusing as all get out. <laughs> Because everything was focused on this controller with the screen, it didn't show people like, "Oh, here's a whole new console." That 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 I, I, that was like one of the big problems with the thing. It's like it it wasn't clear as to what it was supposed to be. It's like, "Oh, is it just an addition to my old Wii?" Or, I thought this was supposed to be a new Wii. I'm like, "Oh, can I just use my old Wii and connect this this new screen thing?" I'm like, nope, it's a whole new thing. <laughs> it's gonna replace your Wii. It's gonna be more expensive. <laughs> It's going to be $400. <laughs> Get your wallets out, everyone. It's going to be high definition. All the things. Uh, they were they were trying to serve everyone. They were trying to serve all the casual people that the Wii had gotten. But they were also trying to get all the hardcore people back. Oh, look, we got Tekken Tag. Look, we got Mass Effect 3. We have all these cool things that, the, that all of you clamor for. Look, we got Madden. We got FIFA. Look at all this cool, hardcore gamer stuff. We, 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 we paid for Ninja Gaiden. We paid for Tecmo to make a Ninja Gaiden for, for us. Hey. And, and I was out there fighting that fight. I was like... Uh, was it like 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 an old stand-up comedy? Like I, was, I was out there being a soulless suck job. I was like out there going, "Oh, I'm telling you all the things Nintendo wants you to know." And and I was busting ass. But then that launch happened. We had to go and I had to go install these Wii U's. Uh, the 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 one that really broke me was Best Buy because we had to like I had to spend like four to seven hours at every Best Buy. Tearing down the old Wii display and literally building back up, like I, they'd have to wheel out a whole pallet and I tear it down. 
and I built this giant monolith of a display. And the first one took like seven hours, and I remember my boss, she came out, and it's like, because that was the one thing I was always really good at. I was always good at this, this display stuff. I was always good at building shit. I, uh, I'd always be calling into the display guys and telling them, all right, here you guys can fix uh, steps 35 through 40. You can move those somewhere else. I was, I was always Mr. Technical Guy. That's just how my brain worked. I, get, I was doing all that technical stuff. So my boss, she came out with me. She's like, I need to learn from you. <laughs> like, you you're going to, you're, you're, you're the test dummy on this. I'm like, awesome. Because what, what also didn't help was, uh, I think I had, I had an obscene number of them. I had, I had like 16 of them to do. And they're like, you only have two weeks to do it. I'm like, wait, if I only have 10 work days and this, each of these takes like an entire shift, I can't do them all. <laughs> It got some more. Like, I had to learn how to do them in less than four hours, <laughs> so I could drive. Oh, city of industry, and then pop on over to Montebello and do two of them in one day. <laughs> Go from Glendora and then pop on over to Dorde, do two in a day. <laughs> do Glendale and Burbank in the same day. I had to figure out that kind of like nonsense. It was a. It was insane, and it, and it was just like just physically and mentally exhausting. And like the the the, the, be, the, the best part that was, I was like pretty like trashed, like the Target and Walmart one was pretty bad too. But I didn't have that many WalMarts. It was just so like I I was so I was drained. And the, the Wii launch had like left me like I was a, a zombie. So like back then the the, the way I, I I was the only way I was able to unwind is like Wednesday nights I would spend them. At this comic book shop out in Burbank, not not Pete's store. Pete didn't have the store at this point, or I, don't, I think he was barely working at this other place. That was only open. His store used to only be open like two days a week. Um, I'd hang out at this other store in Burbank called the House Secrets, and one of my, one of my close friends, Jonah, uh, he saw me. I I was just like I would, I'd hang out there every Wednesday night. We you know we read comics, talk, you know, play board games, talk about our lives, bunch of, bunch of these older dudes, <laughs> like, now, I, it's funny, like, now, like, like, nine years later, I'm like, oh, I get a lot of their stuff where they were coming from, I'm like, I understood why, like, a lot of them, like, were married with kids, and, like, was, like this was their one night to just, go, like, unwind and just be, like, normal, <laughs> before they go back to their, go back to their families, bust their asses and I'm like oh I get it now I understand do they just show up smoke weed get drunk <laughs> it was like the one like you know four four or five hours of just like escape <laughs> I'm like oh I get it now because I was you know I was just what, like in my late 20s I was just hanging out I'm like I don't get it <laughs> I didn't understand what these guys were escaping from but I, I was I'm just exhausted from work I'm just exhausted from life and my friend Jonah, he saw me, like, I was just, like, zombified, because it was just, like, oh, I'm, like, these stupid freaking Wii U, I'm, like, ugh, oh, this thing is gonna, it's gonna be the end of me, and, and Jonah goes, well, you know, what if I told you, I, I think the job just opened up at Disney, and I was, like, okay, oh, how, how much does it pay, oh, dude, you'll be making over 50 grand a year, I'm, like, well, cool, yeah, Nintendo, I was making about 40, <laughs> give or take, you know, after bonuses and stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, well, it'd be, would it be less stressful? <laughs> I'm like, it was right now, I mean, like, after, after December, this job will get less stressful, I hope. 
and uh, and he's like, oh no, you know, Drake, no, you'd be perfect for this job at Disney. Like, like oh, like, oh, let me let me let me call it because he it was, it was his his the the company he was working for. It was this um uh, public relations firm. They they were really close with Disney. And they needed a logistics coordinator. They needed, basically they needed someone to run a bunch of Excel sheets and manage their manage their inventory. And so Joan was like, "Oh, I, I like I didn't know you were available." I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, I, I'm dude, I'm at my wits' end with Nintendo. I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I'm gonna die." <laughs> Little did I know, a year later, I would be in the exact same position with Disney. But hey, <laughs> hindsight is twenty twenty. And I was like, "Oh, cool, sure, I'll I'll take a meeting with Disney." I'm like, "I'm gonna be." And I was like, "All right, it worked out my schedule. I, I was installing all the all the stuff in Glendale." <laughs> Like the the following like like two days later, I happened to be at the the Toys R Us in Glendale and the Toys I was going to all the Toys R Uses. I'm like, oh, I can make it work. I can I can just take my lunch and just go to drive over to Disney. And uh, I took a phone. I was like, I took a phone call, and they're like, oh, can you come down right now? I'm like, oh, cool, yeah, sure, I can come down. I, I drove over. They they gave me a pass. I, I got to drive onto the Disney lot in Burbank. And oh, this is cool! And I, I go into the building and I sit down with the with, with these two ladies who are in charge of uh, Disney's uh, home entertainment publicity. And I talk to them for a little bit, and like, oh, I, you seem to have a pretty good head on your shoulders. I, I'd like to think so. I'm like, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not the, yeah. <laughs> Dang it, one. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. And what it is is because it's fertilized with better bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so true, and then and that's that's pretty much kind of what happened. I, I was kind of fed up with Nintendo, and I thought, oh, I can jump over to this Disney job. I'll make more money. And uh, I sat there. I I, um, I sat at the, the you know I, I just finished this interview, and they basically offered me the job right on the spot. And I'm like, oh, I, I need time to think about this, please. <laughs> And I, I go sit on there. There, there was a, there was a bench like in, inside the Disney lot. It just looks like a it's a crazy movie studio, kind of like what you imagine. It, it is kind of what you imagine. And I sat down. I'm, I'm sitting in front of this po- uh, Pinocchio movie theater on a bench, and I, I call up my best friend Jai. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do right now. I, I just got a job offer from Disney, so I could leave Nintendo and go to Disney and go try to. It's like, oh, this, this this might be better. I'm like, I th- I think I've kind of hit my ceiling at Nintendo. I, I can't go any further because it was like a couple months before. Um, one of the other ladies in, in my in my uh, in Nintendo, she was like, oh, how long have you been here, Dre? And I'm like, oh, it's seven years in November. I was like, oh, you made it past you know five. Oh, you're gonna be here for the rest of your life. Yes, Ryan, working for Disney does ruin the magic. It it really truly does <laughs> that, that's a that's a whole nother episode but I, I sat there and I talked to Jai and Jai's like well you know what you have with Nintendo but and then if you're not happy there you you, you should probably make the jump because if you if you don't jump to Disney you're gonna regret it for the rest of your life and I was like man you're right because I, I could go back to Nintendo and I might and I might regret it. No, I, I, what I, what could have been at Disney, but you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, I probably should have stayed at Nintendo. But I think long term, I still would have I would have quit Nintendo anyway because I, I I was 
unhappy. I was still like, it wasn't going to go anywhere. And, and realistically, like short term wise, it would have been better, but I, I did. I, I, I went and I, I accepted the, the job offer from Disney. I turned around, I called my boss and Nintendo and I gave her the, I'm like, Hey, guess what? I'm quitting. I'm giving my two weeks. No, I, I told him I got to work my two weeks. I, I, I still have many Wii U projects to finish. I, I'm going to need till the end of December or the end of November. I'll come in December 2nd. And, uh, yeah, and then that's and that I worked my last two weeks, and I told my boss, and she was just like shocked because usually when we, at Nintendo, yeah, it's a lot of people if if they don't quit within the first couple of years, they stay there forever. That that's that's how it goes usually. The you kind of get indoctrinated into the you know the kind of Nintendo cult, and you, you everything is okay, everything is fine. Here, drink this Kool Aid, and that's and that's really what it's like when I would look around there's all these people who are you know racking up you know they're getting their 10 year awards they're getting their 15 year awards they they they, they, they you know because what I got for my my five year they gave me a a, a broken clock <laughs> if I made it to 10 I would have got a uh, a full color Mario statue and I get 15 they give you a a lithograph I, that's like of, of all the characters on it and it may or may not be signed by Mr. Miyamoto the guy who created most of them and, um, and so it was obviously like, oh yeah, just hang hang in for those, hang in for to get those awards, and then you know get the bonuses. And I told my boss I was leaving, and I left. I I, I jumped into this other job, and that that's a whole another story for another day. But the the postscript on Nintendo was <clears throat> it was interesting. Yeah, like I said, in the short term, if I had stayed, it would have been better because. Uh, I was like, uh, like a, a couple months after I left, I, I went to go have dinner with with my boss, and she's like, I was like, ah, she's like, was frustrated, like, you know, you were gonna win rep of the year, you were gonna get the twenty percent bonus, and you, you were gonna win rep of the year, and I was like, oh, sorry, <laughs> I, I, I do, if you had told me, that might have swayed my decision. <laughs> I might have hung in there if you told me I was gonna finally win the the one award that had been eluding me. I, I would I that I would have got some validation from Nintendo, which would have short term wise would have been oh that would have placated me, and I probably would have hung in there for several more years. It's like oh, I was gonna get Rep of the Year, and then uh so the my my buddy Matt he wound up winning Rep of the Year, and he went on to become the national trainer, which is one of the jobs I did I kept applying for and not getting. It, if there was the whole what if if I had stayed in there oh then I would be where my friend Matt is right now they fly around the country training all the reps which is that that was something I liked doing I liked educating the reps because you know in in that last year where I was, oh, I'll do whatever they say I, I saw one of my Facebook memories where I remember I had to get up at four in the morning to drive out to Torrance so I could train a bunch of temporary uh, reps like back in 2012 I, I was training a bunch of people to be 3ds ambassadors and then the, the bosses really liked that they're like oh that was it was great you were so great training the reps and I was doing all the things I was doing every de- weekend demonstration that, that that was another weird that was like I kept I was we worked a lot of weekends so I had a lot of random weekdays off I was also something that like 
was bugging me about doing the job. You know, I, I missed friends, you know, weddings. I missed a lot of birth. I missed friends' birthdays. I was like, oh, sorry, I can't work. I gotta get up early the next day, so I gotta go out and do a demo at Costco or go out and do a demo at freaking Fry's Electronics or Walmart. God damn it! So if I had stayed, it would have been okay in the short term. Yeah, I was rewarded with more work. Yeah, I would have been. Promoted theoretically, I would have become a senior. I, I kept working. I was working towards becoming a senior representative. And uh, yeah, and then, then one of my other coworkers. Now she's a supervisor. After this other guy was a bad supervisor, and it, it was so funny. I was just like, ah, damn it! Like I, 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 I even to this day, like nine years later, it, it still haunts me a little bit. But. I still keep in touch with several people and I hear things about how things are. And I think long term, it was probably good that I got out because the, the way they're treated now is probably harsher and it's it's more of a challenge. Maybe uh, maybe if I had been promoted, maybe it'd be different, but you know, you, you don't know. All I know is like if I had stayed, those frustrations of where they, they, they just saw me as a kid, even though I'd be, you know, about like, I'd be hitting 40 now. I, I think those those grandmas are still in charge. I think the one at the top was forced to retire, but the other three are still clinging on to their control uh, with an iron fist. Yeah, because now it's they're not even reps anymore. Now they're now they're called brand ambassadors. Which, if you're not familiar, the term brand ambassador that's the PC term for like a booth babe at all the. All the shows <laughs> that that that's the politically correct term for someone like just stand there and talk about the things we want you to talk about. They're not even called retail reps anymore. They that they don't even get uh, I, they don't get the free games anymore. They they only get well they don't get physical free games. They get digital games, which is that's something that would be sticking in my craw. I'm like, hey, wait a minute, you guys used to send us all the games. Now we have to. Uh, one of my friends was telling me, I was like, oh yeah, they we they even get the the games late. They don't even get them early. They, 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 they get the di digital game. They get a digital game late. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There's no shipping. They just have to email them a code, and whoever's in charge of that now, they don't even send them the code on time. So, like, oh, they'd be the day the game releases, they're supposed to be out there promoting the game, and they don't even have the game. They'd have to, you know, maybe, maybe some of the, 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 the really indoctrinated, culted out ones probably just buy the game themselves and just maybe write it off in their taxes. I, I don't know. <laughs> they, they, they go out and buy the physical game <laughs> and just give the digital code to a family member. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's everything I hear, it's just like, oh, it's good that I didn't, I, I didn't go back. Because oh, oh, like I mentioned last week, I tried to go back. I tried several times to go back to, to Nintendo. There, there, there was th there was three serious attempts where I tried to go back. Uh, the the first one happened it was like a couple months after I had left because uh, I went to Disney, and that did not go well. <laughs> the middle management, middle managers will will always be the ones that that end you in a corporate job. Not not the people up top. It's people in the middle. So those are the ones that have the, the biggest problems and the biggest egos and the and the, they, they, they like to blame other people and they, they, they're good at deflecting shit from themselves 
uh, so I, like a year later I had left or within a year I had quit because my, my old boss in Nintendo, well, well, here, the other funny postscript of me quitting Nintendo. Um, so, you know how I mentioned earlier, it's like a cult. You kind of just either quit within the first couple of years or you just stay forever. Apparently, after I had quit, his word had gone around, especially through social media. <laughs> That I, I left of my own volition. I wasn't fired. Whew. I left because I wanted to, or I found something better. Other of the, like the, I guess the people I would call the smart reps, many of those other smart reps also started quitting too. <laughs> and I was told that I was blamed for this. Me quitting... <laughs> It was attributed to me <laughs> standing up to them. I did have a very colorful exit interview with with HR, where I, I, a lot of the problem because there, there again, like I said, there was always problems behind the scenes. Well, like oh, Nintendo was fun and awesome. Like if you if you talk to my friend Matt, he'll tell you it's the greatest job ever. But I, I'm sure he's looking at it with rose-colored glasses. He's 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 he, that the the benefits clearly outweigh with the the, the drama, or I don't know how much of the drama he gets to avoid because he's really good at kissing ass. But uh, yeah, like I was I was blamed for a lot of people quitting, and then that same supervisor that I quit on, she quit. <laughs> she got recruited by a tablet company. <laughs> And she took a bunch of reps with her. <laughs> and that made the Nintendo marketing people incredibly mad. Nintendo Merchandising Incorporated. They were pissed. <laughs> it also didn't help that while I was at Disney, I was helping her <laughs> recruit people away. <laughs> I don't know if that ever got back to them. <laughs> I was out doing some recruiting because she's like, oh, you're good. Because she was never, she, she doesn't like social media. But she knows I do, and she knows I'm connected to a lot of people. So I was, you know, sitting at my Disney desk, and I was like, "All right, I'll send some messages, send some emails, see, see who, who see who we can get you out in the world." So yes, I was. I, I, I didn't see. Long term, I didn't think I was going to be leaving Disney at that point. So I was like, "Oh yeah, cool. I'll help you. Whatever. We were, we were cool, boss. Hey, good good for you quitting too." Because I guess she had realized she kind of hit her ceiling too, and she was very fr- she was also very frustrated with the way management treated the reps. So she 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 saw an opportunity where she could start her own thing with all this tablet company, where she was at the top of the pyramid. And she kept asking me like while I was at Disney, she asked me three times, and I said no the first two times. I'm like, oh no no, I'm okay right now. Like it was the week I got to be a part of a Thor meeting, and they got to I think the. I don't know if I was talking about that a couple weeks ago. Where like, oh, I got to hold a lot of a lot of Disney secrets. Yeah, she asked me around that time. I was like, no, nah, I ain't leaving here. They're giving me all the secrets. <laughs> nah. And it was like the third time when she asked. It was around uh, November. And I was like, oh no, I'm done with with Disney. I was like, I was super stressed out, having nightmares about working at Disney. Like, oh, that's just like, oh no, I need to go. <laughs> I'll take a humongous pay cut to go be a, a tablet rep. If I had left earlier, I would have been a regional manager for the tablet company, but that didn't matter anyway because two years later, they went out of business. And that set me about to where we are today.
but yeah, no, I, I was blamed. Oh, so yeah, there were three times I tried to go back. It was like so. It was like a couple months into the tablet company. I was like, oh no, this is gonna suck. <laughs> and then I had saw that the they they had lost what? Sorry. Jeez, he he's out. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> sorry, I'm I'm getting too emotional and too loud. Uh, so there, there was a point. It was a couple of months into the into the rep into the, the tablet company, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I can go back. I want I want my four hundred one k back. I want my free games back. I want <laughs> I want safety and security. I don't know about this tablet company." <laughs> and so I, I reached out to one, one of my close friends who was still up in the corporate office, and he's like, "Oh yeah, they they they, they had gone through two different employees in the year and a half I was gone." Because the, the the funny thing about these rep jobs. There's very little supervision. So if, if you're an undisciplined person or if you're someone who like, oh, I can totally not show up to work and they don't notice because there's no boss. <laughs> That's who they kept hiring. <laughs> they kept hiring people who were just like, oh, I don't need to go. <laughs> I don't have to drive all the way to Bellflower and sign into these stores. <laughs> I don't have to drive out to freaking Fullerton. I'll just tell them I'll... All you gotta do is click on this computer. Oh yeah, I'm at Walmart, whatever in Buena Park. I can. I'll just be napping at home. Enter in a bunch of fake information. I never did that, but I know people who do or did. Oh Ryan, your job is so stressful. You don't plan on living in long enough to see your 401k. Well, then Reese will get it. I guess that's a, maybe you can sleep well knowing your son will get that 401k. <laughs> that's how I feel about my 401k. It's going to go to Tiger. <laughs> At some point, it's going to tie. <laughs> Here you go, kid. Here's your college fund. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, the, I, so I, I reached out to my friend in corporate. Like, hey, you guys want me back? Uh, I'm, I'm willing to come back. And, uh... And then one of the, I guess the the regional manager who 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 was my boss, she was out on medical leave, so I had to talk to a different regional manager. Actually, it was a regional manager who trained me. I got on the phone with her. I'm like, oh hey, hey Rita, yes, uh, hey it's me, it's Dre. Yeah, you know I know I know I I know I left. I went to Disney. Uh, Disney didn't work out. Now I'm doing this other thing, and I don't like this other thing either. So I, I'd like to come back, uh, if that's possible. Just pop me back in my old spot I'll, I'll be out there driving all over Los Angeles and Orange County doing the job I, I'd, be, I'd be more than happy to come back and, and she's like are you sure you want to come back I'm like yeah um, yes I'm quite certain <laughs> I would very much like to come back it's like no no you, you left there's reasons why you left why did you leave I'm like oh well it was stressful but that was the Wii U launch hey <laughs> I'd like my old job back please I'd like to make my old money please Give, put me back into the Nintendo I would very much like the Nintendo now <laughs> send me send me my, 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 my 3DS send me my Wii U send me all my equipment I, I, I'd like to do it again and she's like no 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 uh, I it, it, it sounds like you're just coming back because you're, you're familiar with it. You, you left here for a reason. Unbeknownst to me, I was like, oh, they, I was the one being blamed for all these other reps around the country quitting. Like, at least a dozen, well, either, like, it was like a dozen reps all quit. Half of them went to this tablet company, the other half just left because, oh, there are better jobs. Like, I lifted the wool from people's eyes. But, oh, there are better jobs out there. I don't have to be a rep for the rest of my life. Uh, unbeknownst to me at that time, I didn't know that, oh, I was blamed for 
some of that stuff. Oh crap. I became infamous. <laughs> and so it was like a, a couple of years later, uh, the job was available again. And I inquired, I, I went through the, the, the normal hiring process this time. Instead of, you know, instead of reaching out through corporate people, I'm like, oh, I'm going to just apply the normal way. And nope, oh, they, they got right. And then, like I mentioned last week, oh, they got right back to me. <laughs> but the, 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 the district manager was someone who I didn't know and I guess blew me off and they hired someone. I, I realized, not just famous, but infamous. Oh, yes. I, I'm sure I'm still infamous at Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, so that, that guy didn't hire me. And then it was like, I think it was 2017? I think it was, I think it was during the first year of the podcast. The job was open again because yeah, that's the thing with this job. It's, it's hard to keep people in it because, like I said, you either quit in the first two years or you stay the rest of your life. And so, like, of course, 2017, I'm incredibly unemployed. I'm doing the freaking driving school thing. And I was like, I don't want to do this driving school thing. <laughs> and I remember I kept joking uh, like during the, po- the first year of the podcast. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to do something, but it might mean the end of the podcast because I know like, if I go back to Nintendo, I can't do the podcast anymore. <laughs> Un- yeah, funny thing. I I learned a couple of the local reps. They actually do like a Twitch show, <laughs> and I'm sure like if someone reported them, they would totally get fired. <laughs> but I applied normally, but I I reached out. So this other lady who was my who was my peer, who's now this, she's the supervisor for the West Coast. I'm like I reached out to her. Oh, hey Sasha, I heard you guys need a rep. Would you be interested in old <laughs> in an old hand coming back? Coming out of retirement, help you guys out. Uh, I was like, I'm gonna be applying. She's like, okay. She messaged me back back on on Facebook, and like nothing else. And I was like, oh, that's not a good sign. And then when I applied, the the, the application process was completely different. Because at least the previous time, I think that whatever system they used, it, it flagged me as a former employee, so it put me at the top of the list. This new system, it was just like you just entering your name and your phone number, and good luck. <laughs> And so I, I was like, oh, this is different. Oh, they changed their hiring system. They're not using the, the crazy complicated one. They're using just some simple thing. Oh, this application is going nowhere. <laughs> there, there was no like, are you a former employee? Click here. <laughs> there was none of that. And then me tipping off my, my, my old friend, <laughs> it, it didn't help me at all. They, I don't know, they hired a couple of kids. And I, 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 I realized I chalked it up to like, well, you know what? They don't want an old rep that's going to want his old rep pay. They want young people that can pay less and who will listen more. Cause, or they're not rabble rousers like me. Where like, oh, I did a good job, but I think I, I was more trouble than I was worth. Which uh, It's funny because like, the year before they had hired another uh, a friend of mine who, uh, who was a, a similar like me. They hired him. They hired him back because they needed people. And I thought, oh, they hired my friend back. Maybe they'll hire me too. Nah, <laughs> he's awesome award-winning rep. I, I, I only won the one award. I, I didn't have a, a stellar track record, and also, I wasn't the one who was recruiting people away. Yes, <laughs> I, I think those old ladies have a very long memory. But like I said, that was a. <laughs> yeah. In hindsight, it was like, oh, probably good that I didn't go back. Uh, it, it is something that, that plagues my brain sometimes. It, it really, well, honestly, during the 
couple years of unemployment, I was very, <laughs> it weighed heavily on my mind. I, I, I know there was a couple like Facebook outbursts. It's like, I should have never quit Nintendo. <laughs> or like I, I, my very low points during my unemployment or my, or under, I should say underemployment, hustling up money, working as a supermarket rep, and <laughs> teaching kids how to drive, going back to GameStop that third time, that was a pointless return, uh, it, it, it was incredibly exhausting and frustrating, and it was, oh wow, this feels much worse than being a soulless Nintendo rep, but yet, yeah, what could I say? That's how that went. So, gosh, you see, I, I know, I knew if I got on this subject, it was gonna fill up this episode. The, the wife left me some notes here. For those of you who watch, what's we doing the sados? Oh, the, the, the season valley happened this past week. That was very interesting. A lot of things happened. Fans of what we do in the shadows, it was a very f- interesting season finale. It's going to be a very long wait for the return of that show. I don't know, if I, I don't know how long it takes him to film that that sucker, but it's going to be a very long year. Uh, why the Last Man? I know I, I came on here and bashed the daylights out of that show, but you know, and of course it's ending. So, so naturally, these last couple episodes have got me very interested. So, <laughs> I think the final episode of of, of, of the ep, uh, is tonight. Oh, Ryan, oh, you were shocked at the end of what we do in the shadows? Yes, uh, there was <laughs> many shocking things. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the creepiest baby I've ever seen. <laughs> my gosh. I know wife and I were very like, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this ug- like, like, you always hear, there's no such thing as an ugly baby. No, that was an ugly baby. <laughs> was an incredibly ugly baby. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, the Wide Last Man. Like, now, now I'm interested. So, thank, a friend of mine, uh, uh, like a year ago, he gave me a, a, a code for the, um, the DC Universe app. I guess, like, because originally it was going to be their like, kind of Netflix thing, and then they pulled the plug on it. Now it's just a comic book app. And I, I, I'm glad... <laughs> Right, does that mean he was his own dad? Maybe that's the secret about energy vampires. They just regenerate. He's his own father. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of weird. I hope I hope it's something that they tackle next season. I'm I'm very curious as like what the fuck. <laughs> so yeah, a friend of mine gave me a, a code. I guess he 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 had a friend who work he has a friend who works for DC and he gave him a, a code. He's oh since since I've been a dad, I haven't read any comic books. So now that Why the Last Man is going away, and we're not sure if that's going to get picked up, I mean, don't know. maybe Hulu themselves will pick it up. It won't be a FX production. Maybe Hulu will pick it up. Maybe Netflix will take it. I don't know. Maybe uh, HBO Max will be like, hey, that's a, well, that's a DC Comics property that was reverted to the owners. Hey. <laughs> that, that's, that's the funny thing. It's a DC comic. It's on Hulu. And then uh, internationally, it's, it's on Disney Plus because there's no Hulu outside of America, apparently. <laughs> So like in international, like there's there's like a, a sub app in Disney Plus called Stars or something, or Star Plus, where they put all the Fox stuff. <laughs> Raising a baby that drains your energy. That sounds familiar, doesn't it, Ryan? <laughs> doesn't that dangle? 
Reason a baby that drains your energy. Hmm. Poor Laszlo. Good luck with that, buddy. And finally, uh, uh, this coming Sunday, 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 the wife and I, we're going to be in Ontario at Pixel Vault Games. They're having a buy-sell trade event. We will be there selling uh, games, gamer shirts. My wife will have some, uh, some uh, her, um, what, what what would be the, the, the correct term for your stuff, honey? Mm. Cat toys? <laughs> that that's the, the the literal term. She has Nintendo cat toys. If you have a cat, she has little controllers. She's been selling on her Etsy, but she's gonna sell them in person. She'll have her cat toys. I, I will have a bunch of pixel art. I, I've been last last night. I stayed up till one in the morning making a whole bunch of them. I'm probably gonna do that a couple more times this week, so I can have a whole variety of things to sell at this event. We're gonna be there from it's, it's from nine to two. Was it? Or nine to four. Yeah, it's not that long. Yeah, nine to two. We're gonna be on in Ontario. If you're in that vicinity, we'll be there, selling stuff. Uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some stuff for my boss. That way, our table will be nice and full. It won't just be cat toys and 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 perler beads. <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take some Nintendo stuff. Hey, my. As I always called it, whatever Nintendo never got back from me, it was called my Nintendo Retirement Plan. <laughs> so there's going to be some cool Nintendo things I will have there to sell. <laughs> if you're looking for some cool vinyls, some cool posters, some cool things that were display items, <laughs> I got to go liberate some of those from uh, uh, my store, my storage, and my 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 storage at my mom's. <laughs> Gonna have some cool stuff. Stuff that my boss will be like, hey, how come you're not selling that to me? <laughs> because you're not gonna pay me full full value, boss. That's why. <laughs> you wanna pay me 30, 30 cents on the dollar for what this is worth. Because <laughs> that's how my boss works. <laughs> I, I should display the art in the background with Tiger's work. Hey, I should... I should put up the perler beads <laughs> behind me. Hey, maybe, maybe I'll do that in, in future episodes. I'll, I'll throw up a, a raccoon Mario and, and a little uh, Triforce Link. I should do that. But there you go. That 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 that's the, that's this week's episode. Make sure you know follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. I, I haven't been on Instagram. Hell, I, Instagram feels like it's been down. Honestly, it's freaking weird. Um. Uh, we're on uh, and, and on Facebook at DreGB Podcast to find us on those apps. Uh, please check us out on YouTube. Hey, I, I had a video that did really well. The boss had me do an unboxing video for a, a game that's coming out this week called The Hunt Down. It's like a, it's like an old school looking uh, action game, but it plays like a modern game. It's 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 pretty fun. I got to I got to mess with it uh, a little early. It, it's it's the metaverse. <laughs> You can find us on Metaverse. Uh, go to YouTube. Yeah, that 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 that, that video where I, I unboxed Hunt Down. Uh, I'm gonna try to do a video of me playing that game because it's it's actually pretty fun. I played it during during uh, one of my breaks today. I fired it up. I was like, Hey, this is this game is cool. No wonder my boss was so excited. Uh, no wonder Amazon bought five thousand copies of it from us. <laughs> Hunt down, yeah. Go, go to our YouTube page. And, uh, I I just posted uh my uh, my my journey through World Three on Super Marvelers, 
uh, part three I did last week. That, that was a fun episode. I, I, I actually, Jai was commenting on that one. Oh my God. Ooh. Uh, Cuphead, Ryan? Uh, oh yeah, I, I have seen many videos of that game, Cuphead. That game looks like it, it is punishment. It's one, yeah, it is probably the hardest game ever. It, it looks ador- it, it looks like a, a like a like an old Disney cartoon, but it's 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 actively trying to murder you the whole time. Is the new Metroid worth it? Yes, I, I finished it uh, like last weekend or the weekend. No, I finished it the weekend before. The new Metroid game is very 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 good. I think I, I actually have a video a half a half hour video of me playing the beginning, also on our YouTube page. Uh, the new Metroid is really good. I think our friend uh, Damon he just started it. Uh, the other day, uh, my only bit of advice with this new Metroid game is, um, it's incredibly hard. And like I said, I think I said here a few weeks ago, I've seen the game over screen more in this game than any other game I've seen in my life. Good God. Uh, I died a lot in Resident Evil 4, but I died way more, way, 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 way more on this Metroid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, Ryan, that is, that is a very astute assessment. I hated every moment of that game but I also loved every moment of that game oh it's okay I I also I also have old man reflexes <laughs> yes and oh, oh Jai right there Metroid Dread will make you question your abilities in the game yes I, I I also did question like can I beat this boss I, I I am not a young man anymore but I I, I, I stuck with my stubborn will I made it through even the, the final boss who killed me no less than 200 times I, I still persevered and figured it out uh, I, I overcame my old reflexes by you know just oh I have to plan better I'm doing a replay of it on, on the on the on the stream, so if, if you want to live vicariously through that playthrough, uh, you, you can do that, Daniel. You can watch me die several times again, even though I, I've had a full playthrough. I think I'm still going to die a lot, because these godforsaken robots just instant kill you when they grab you, and you have a 1 in 100 chance of boop, stunning them. Yeah, just play vicariously through me. That that that's the point of all these gaming videos. Why suffer through a game? <laughs> oh right, I see. Oh, I have to read this into the mic. Ryan Tanaka here says, "I want my kid to be my opponent someday, but his grasp of tech seems to be more advanced than mine. He will destroy me." Yes, our children are gonna be way better with technology than we are. I, I'd like to think I'm okay with technology, <laughs> but oh no. This tiger of mine and your son, yeah, yeah, they're gonna be better with technology than us. Ty is gonna be smoking me on freaking Nintendo Switch and PlayStation Four in like five years. He's gonna be like a five or six year old. He's gonna be smoking his dad. We're gonna be like playing Mario Kart or something, and he's just gonna just destroy me. <laughs> he's gonna wreck my life, and I'm like, I, I've been doing this for forty years. I don't care, Dad. <laughs> it's gonna be like me when I was beating my dad at Nintendo. <laughs> it's like Jai says, "Such is the way of the Sith. You train your replacement, and your replacement will end you." <laughs> your dad gave up when Sega came out. Yeah, yeah. That is the way of youth. Youth, youth will overcome us. <laughs> 
Tiger knows how to swipe through the phone already. He's not even two. He already knows how to swipe through. It's like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. he knows how to turn on my switch. He's not even two years old. <laughs> he he's turning twenty-two months <laughs> this week. <laughs> Sonic got him dizzy. Sonic got him dizzy. <laughs> oh, your poor pops. <laughs> that blast processing got him dizzy. <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's the show. Oh my god, look at that. One hour and eight minutes. Holy Jesus. 109 by the time I finish wrapping this up. Uh, as always, oh, if, if you're not already a patron like Ryan and like Daniel, please go to patreon.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy and go give us some support. If you want to buy some of my nerd art, uh, go to Etsy, search for Dre's Geek Philosophy. A lot of, oh, I have to put the new pieces of nerd art up there too. <laughs> and, um, and oh, the Depop app, if you have the Depop app on your phone, selling nerd shirts there those same nerd shirts will be at the buy at the buy sell trade event this sunday uh depop search for trace geek philosophy and if you want to buy some video games uh ebay socal clone 32 that's my old online handle which i'm not going to change on ebay because all these uh nintendo collectors keep an eye on me to see if i throw up some nintendo stuff so yeah, uh, SoCal Clone 32 on eBay, selling some video games there. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, Ryan, Daniel, Jai, Warren, thank you guys for commenting during today's live stream. You guys are the real MVPs when you guys uh, chime in. Uh, the, the first half of the episode was me doing a whole lot of talking. So yeah, <laughs> the, the title of this episode is Why Did Dre Quit Nintendo? So if, if, if you came in late, yeah, you want to rewind and, and listen and or watch uh, all, all that stuff, guys. But thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for being here live with me. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Have yourselves a good night. And take care of yourselves. All right. Good night. And this I do for my wife because she loves it. <laughs> <laughs>